0: Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave, and I hope you're feeling as on top of the world as I am. It's good to, to be happy and free and not worry about nuclear explosions and uh, other craziness that's in the world, because who cares, really? What are you going to do? I mean, we've all been taught, if it happens, get under your desk. We all got desks. We're going to be fine. If I learned anything <laughs> in the 80s, it's that if you get under your desk in any circumstance, be it tornado, hurricane, nuclear, fallout, uh, you're going to be fine. So just get under that desk and, you know, bring your iPad with you so you have some games to play.
1: Uh, All right. The world is is still connected to the Internet. Always.
0: It's forever. Al Gore made sure of that. Uh, (laughs) He created the Internet, Johnny. He's got us under control. Uh, Joining me this fine, fine evening for this wonderful podcast, which I think Everyone will enjoy is you already heard him, but I'm going to skip him. Jenny.
2: Hi, <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, hi, Johnny. Hi. Hello, everyone. Oh. This was an awesome one.
0: Also joining us is Johnny. Hi. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, we've uh, we've hyped it up a little bit. Uh, this was uh, when we first did it. One of our favorite interviews, uh, one of our favorite people to talk to her movie Wormwood uh, destroyed us because it was so awesome and so low-key that, you know, it's one of those things you find and you get to tell people about and you get all excited about it and uh, like, a lot of things we talk about with this podcast, like coherence and 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 uh, parallel and, oh, just so many cool things we've gotten to find and share with everybody and talk to people who made it which is even better uh, the three things we just said we talked to the directors of two of them and the, the leading actress from one of them, so uh i'm talking of course about bianca brady and uh our favorite australian actress joins us again to talk about everything that's been going on since we last talked to her and what's coming um there's a reason we we got her on the show because there's some big news for her and for the wormwood fans so we wanted to get into it um yeah i'm not gonna ramble on for another two more minutes i'm just gonna give you this interview and we'll talk to you post interview say goodbye bye
3: Bye.
0: All right. Joining us today uh, is another return guest to the podcast. One of our favorites from a, a Netflix movie we found called Wormwood. Uh, we, we were stoked to actually talk to her the first time. You can go back and find it. I'll put it in the show notes if you haven't already listened to it. But Bianca Brady is joining us yet again. How are you doing?
4: Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, we're we're very excited to get you on. We've been trying to make it work for such a long time, but uh, you're such a busy person.
4: I know schedules all over the place, traveling the world, and time differences, and <laughs> and and I'm a crazy artist, so I I am terrible with uh, practical life things.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, that's okay. Where were you when I was recently <laughs> when we were trading emails? You were in what, Sweden or
4: Finland. Finland? So Yeah, right in the beginning, I was in Finland, and since then I've been back in Australia, and now I'm currently in LA again.
0: What uh, what took you to Finland? Just uh, for work or fun?
4: Um, no fun this time, but it's because I, I did a film there um, last year, so I, I just keep going back now, um, <laughs> and <laughs> you just can't keep me away. And I'm a, I'm about to head back again for the the premiere that's coming up next month too.
0: Which which movie is that?
4: That's for Rendell. It's it's oh. the, it's the first finished superhero film. It's by the director Jesse Heyer. It's it's going to be fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I've seen on your Facebook some of the things you've been talking about that movie. I can't wait to see it. Is that
4: Yeah.
0: Is that gonna be like a, a a global type thing or
4: Yeah, definitely. And those those Scandinavian filmmakers are so talented. Like it's I don't know, I don't know what's in the water up there, but they the way their brains work is just it's so different, I think, because their culture is different and so they're influenced by by different things, but it's—I feel like their their cinema
2: is so groundbreaking at the moment. It's really exciting. Oh, they have the stuff that they come out with is phenomenal, and then you get it to the states, and the states just want to redo it. They're just like, "We'll just remake it." And I'm like, "No, the original's perfect." Yes, yes. Well, no, it's
4: because it's it's subtitles. Us English speakers, we're so snobby and lazy. Yeah, right. We're like, we're like, what? We have to read it? No, nah, we'll just we'll just remake it. It's fine. <laughs>
0: We don't need subtitles. Forget it.
4: It's crazy. It. I love I love foreign films. I I feel like because it's all the stuff that we don't get to see. It's such a different point of view. So I, I really love watching French movies and and Italian movies and Spanish movies. Like they're so their point of view is so different. It's so quirky. And I don't think you can recreate it. It's, it's no. Different.
2: I I completely agree. But I have to ask you now. Do you have like because. I have my ultimate favorite foreign film and everyone I talk to who likes foreign has that one. Do you have one film that foreign film that you can't live without? It's like the best on your list. No, but I, I do. There's this one that I really
4: loved weirdly and it's called the lovers. It's a Spanish film and it's, it's, it's just a romantic comedy, but for some reason it spoke to me because it was just adorable and quirky. And it's something that, I don't know, our Australian or our US culture wouldn't have. It was kind of, I don't know, it was quite open and a little bit off kilter. Like, it was all about an affair and, like, this, like, love quadrangle. It was just, it's just mm. adorable. Risque. <laughs> a quadrangle? <laughs> yeah, a quadrangle. Fully risque as well. And it it just has, like, such cinematic shots. I don't know. I just, it makes me happy.
2: That's awesome.
4: Yeah, yeah, very girly.
0: Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Rendell movie... What uh, can you tell us? Anything about your character?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I play an international assassin. Awesome. Um, yes, I'm, <laughs> I am an Australian, and I'm part of a band of um, assassins, really, that come along to try and kill the kill Rendo. So he's he's like a, a a vigilante. So he's he's almost like Batman or the Punisher, and he's he's taking the law into his own hands and killing all the bad guys. And so the bad guys are quite annoyed with this. So they hire us to come along and and take care of him and so i get to do a lot of um fight scenes so my character is she's a sexy assassin who (laughs) who loves to kill people with her bare hands and guns and it was really fun actually it's it's i got to do all my own stunts and work with the the fight choreographers and it was it was so fun to play i love that stuff
0: so it's a little like what you were doing with Wormwood, but with superheroes
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's basically. awesome. So I'm playing. I'm playing the really tough bitch uh, <laughs> who's very capable and can fight. But I don't have superpowers in this one. It's oh. just it's all me.
0: Even so, better.
1: Even better. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. I just. Uh,
4: I, you, you totally uh, believe oh. it, right? a five foot three girl could kick everyone's
1: ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, well that that's the uh, that's reality. That's real life. That's what we want to see yeah. in film.
2: At five three myself, I am going to agree with you, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> so that's how the world is. Jenny, Jenny I just Jenny. watched the the teaser trailer for Rendell, and it was it was very cool looking.
4: Yeah, it's it's shot beautifully. The DOP Tato is a, a genius. He's a master, but also the director Jesse is just. I think he's visionary. He's um he's got a really interesting point of view, and it's it's so like for the budget because it was quite an indie film. Like they've got huge like sweeping grand shots that are so cinematic it's it, it is like a huge hollywood blockbuster but shot in in like tiny little finland you know
1: <laughs> it it looks like it what i liked about it was it was um there was just music in it there were there were shots you saw scenes from the film but there was no like dialogue like we got to stop this Rendell guy what a jackass it's just the you know it's just the visuals of the film with, uh, yeah. with some 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 audio some sounds laid over it which was very cool and those are the types of movies that interest me more than the Big budget, you know the blockbuster, in-your-face explosion stuff. This feels like a grounded film.
4: Yeah, well, it because it isn't a Hollywood film. I think it it's unexpected. Even the story is unexpected. Like there's a lot of twists and turns that you wouldn't pick, at which I found really exciting and surprising. And it is just it's a completely different. I don't know, the, it, the culture is just so different. It's you, you couldn't. I just don't feel like you could recreate it in the US or in Australia. <laughs>
2: I was just reading an article and I wish I could remember who, who was talking about it, but um, it was a big time actor too. Um, was talking about how it's refreshing to go into like indie movies and such because there's, there's a lot less rules and restrictions, I -hmm. guess would be if I'm remembering how it was worded right. And do you, in what you were saying, do you feel that like, like that? Like, um, yeah. do Do you feel like it's just open? Like, you have contributions that you can put in, you can tweak things, but you also have somebody that is completely unhinged and can do anything and just make it make it theirs, you know?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I, I do feel like um, the higher up you get and the more money you have, the more people get a say. So if you do a big mm-hmm. studio film in Hollywood, there's so many people that get to dictate what you do, how the story is, who you cast, and everything you do that you don't really get to express yourself 100% creatively as you would like. And so I think that's the joy of indie films. Like no one's telling you what to do. They, you can do whatever you want. And I, I know that a lot of filmmakers like that because it's, it's, it's so much better to have that control because otherwise people are compromising your vision.
0: Uh, I was, I was <laughs> sorry. I was uh I was looking at the, the poster and it's got a very like dark night type feel to the poster itself and yeah. just the description and everything and I I haven't had a chance to watch the teaser. I didn't know there was one yet. Uh but yeah. it sounds like it's maybe a little bit similar to like the crow. Um without yeah. just that, that street level uh yeah. grounding type thing.
4: Yeah, it's very it's very dark. Like there are a lot of dark undertones and it's it's kinda sexy as well in its <laughs> it's just I love the 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 questionable moral compass as well. I like having a good guy that's you're like is he a good guy or is he a bad guy but it doesn't really matter because I'm still rooting for him anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those are the
1: best types of characters Absolutely. where they Their motivations are are sound but their the execution of of their uh you know of their goals yeah, is questionable.
4: I, I always want to play a character with questionable morals.
3: Who <laughs> Hell has, yeah.
4: <laughs> like what real human being always does the right thing like no one does in life like that's that is not your driving force you try and do the best you can but people are still driven by you know like guilt and shame and jealousy and and passion and and those things are all such amazing human emotions. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
4: Who wants to be good? It's so boring.
0: Boring. Yeah, I've always gravitated to the bad guys or the less than <gasps> less than clean superheroes, like the Batmans yeah. and the Punishers. Antiheroes. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah, yeah. The the clean goody two shoe
2: ones are, are just they're not they're not sexy at all. Right, Jenny. I totally. Hey, you know me. We get in those arguments all the time. I she want loves, I want the bad guys.
0: She loves Superman though, and he's like the Boy Scout. I d- Oh, I yes. do,
2: do, do. Boy Scout. Well, wait. in fairness the argument isn't so much that i love superman it was can superman kill batman and i said yes hands oh. down because he's an alien that can shoot lasers out of his eyes but david mm. will not accept no, that no it's not
0: it's we're not going to do this again we're not doing this mm. again it wasn't oh, that he Bianca, kill him. you fall Mm-mm.
1: in, in Look, this
4: yes yeah, superman is a hero with superpowers batman is a rich dude who has gadgets? Like there is no <laughs> comparison.
1: Damn! Take that, Bruce Wayne. But the problem
0: yeah. comes in—it's it, not—it's not, it's not <laughs> would Superman kill? P- kill Batman? Superman wouldn't ever kill anyone.
4: No, that's exactly. the thing. So he wouldn't—he wouldn't do the the lethal blow. So then right. Batman would probably fight dirty
2: and do With? something
4: really unfair.
0: Yeah. See. See. No, but that's <laughs> uh, OK. So it's been a while. So since... You did
2: just make my day because I think you almost quoted me exactly. <laughs> but that is that's so true. It's the way it is. As if Batman could ever defeat
4: Superman. I, it's just that's ridiculous.
1: Well, to be fair, oh, I couldn't. to be fair, Batman always does have a contingency plan. He's ready to go at a moment. You know, he's got all that kryptonite ready for when Superman comes to start a fight. <laughs> but if Superman's fast enough, he'd take him by surprise.
4: Yeah, we've all got our kryptonite. <laughs> right.
1: All right.
0: So it's been a while since we got to talk to you about Wormwood. Um, we want to know what, uh, aside from uh, obviously Rendell, what have you been up to?
4: Ah, uh, God, I've been really, really busy. Um, <laughs> other than that, I did a sci-fi film in Australia, which is called The Osiris Child, directed by Shane Abess. You can you can see that it's about to be released online in the US. Uh, later this month, actually. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so it had a cinema release and it was in festivals all over the world, but now it's it's going to get a, a streaming release, so you can watch that. And it's it's starring um, Kellen Lutz and Isabel Lucas as well, and Luke Ford, Dan, Dan McPherson, an amazing Aussie, Aussie cast. And it's, it's a very ambitious, really beautifully shot film with great acting, like really good performances. I'm so proud to be part of it, actually. Um... What else? What else have I been doing? I did uh, what, I did a night of horror, which is an a, is an Aussie horror film as well. It's like an anthology, so it's about it's I think it's ten different uh, short films put together and oh cool and yeah, so you, you uh, can like watch those. that. It's,
0: that's in my warehouse. Yeah, you can yeah. see
4: that in the US as well.
0: Uh, what about uh, uh, Nancy
4: in Hell? Nancy in Hell, yes. So I've only <laughs> just shot Nancy in Hell, um, but it is probably the most exciting thing. I'm, I'm really, really excited about that one. It's, it's yeah, an adaptation of the graphic novel by El Torres and Nancy and Hell, she's it's R-rated, it's gratuitous violence, it's sexy um, it has a huge online fan base and so we've just shot the pilot teaser in Australia and so I'm hoping I'm hoping it gets picked up.
0: I, yeah, I remember hearing about it and being, being excited that you were involved with it too, um, but for you, I mean, did you know about the source material beforehand at all, or?
4: No, I. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a. I'm not a comic or graphic novel reader. I'm a novel reader. Sure. Um, yeah. So I don't know them until I read them. But I've read them all now, and I just, she's so cool. <laughs> like it's. She's <laughs> such. She is also a bit of an antihero. But I what I love about it is she is the tough character in. In it, like, and and she she teams up with Lucifer to get out of hell. And Lucifer is almost portrayed as this crying, wimpy, soft, soft little boy man. And she just, yeah, and she fully kicks ass. She and she runs around hell drinking whiskey, smoking cigarettes, and wielding a chainsaw.
3: Like she's, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's,
4: that's the best. I
2: know.
0: So I want
4: to be her.
0: You're right, yeah. right. So with with something like that, with like a such a loyal and rabid fan base. Is there, mm. is there a lot of pressure for you to kind of do the character justice?
4: Yes, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're we're so aware of, of the huge fan base, so we want to be really true to it. And so for me, it was I just wanted her to be as badass and cool and <laughs> random as possible. So I, I did spend a lot of time really working on it and getting into character. and drink, I drank a lot of whiskey and killed people with chainsaws. You know, <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. bringing
2: out your inner Ash. <laughs> just went full yes. Method. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it it seems like a lot of your films are, are very like sci-fi um, or or fantasy driven or very action driven films. Is that kind of where your passion is with with choosing a, a new project?
4: Um. Well, no. Funnily enough, I kind of just fell into it when I did Wormwood, and after that, it was like I found my role. Hmm. Because honestly, in real life, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm a, I'm a beach go- goer. I like Pilates. I read. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty girly, and so to have that sort of opportunity to play those characters, I never thought I would get it. And when it now it's just coming along. It's, it's, it's a dream, honestly. Like playing the strong, kick-ass women is, it's amazing, and I'm kind of blessed that I even get to. opportunity to do it it's kind of bizarre i think but i love it
0: because you did the character brooke so well i think maybe it's because you're not that person that you get to be something different maybe that you Mm. you did it so well and why you're continuing to do it uh over and over which is amazing
4: i think it's because i bring a bit of realness to it so i'm not that tough tough fighter bitch in life so I think I think I bring the vulnerability, I bring the the softness to it that adds a bit of three dimension to to the characters. I mean, I hope so. Mm-hmm. That's what I always try. And I and then I think that people can connect a little bit more because it isn't just someone who's completely indestructible. <laughs> sure. There's a, there's a there's a human element to it.
1: Yeah.
2: What's what's funny, too, though, is that you're you've nailed drama and, you don't. it's rare to see somebody that can go completely sci fi, especially with us being such sci fi geeks. Um, But your drama stuff is really good, too. Like um, I was watching online um, uh, the name We Will, the short film. Yeah. You are spectacular in it. And it's so beautifully done. And it's such a, a weird juxtaposition from something like Wormwood you know Mm.
4: yeah true thank you thank you so much I'm I'm so proud of of that project I I shot it with um, a really good uh, director friend of mine in Sydney and we just wanted to make something to sort of get the message out there for marriage equality because in Australia they still can't get married like gay and lesbian people are still not legally allowed to be married and so we just oh. wanted to make yeah we they're about to do a vote actually in the coming weeks so it's a really big issue for us but we wanted to make something to get that awareness out there and and it's just it's such a beautiful soft amazing like love-filled project and it's it's one of my it's one of my favorites so thank you yeah well done thank you thank you so and
1: much i didn't know that was still there was uh, still that restriction in australia I thought yeah. that, that was that was kind of like uh, I, dealt with, I guess. It's
4: insane. Like that's doesn't insane. make any sense. It doesn't. It's it, where I think our whole nation is just kind of baffled that it's that's even an issue still.
1: Well, that's good. It's got the 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 uh, <laughs> the, the average Joe support.
4: Yeah, well, even most of the politicians are even for it, so I'm really just unsure. Well, we're, we're about to have a vote on it, so if it doesn't go through, I think there's just something wrong with the universe.
1: <laughs> Probably, yeah. If yeah. America has it and uh, and Australia doesn't, I just yeah.
4: Australia's lot. we're so open and liberal and progressive. I I think so. It's just it's just kind of bizarre. But I'm and that's um because I'm also in a another lesbian thing. It's a it's a web series in Australia that was then turned into a TV half hour series called starting from now so I'm kind of I'm kind of in that world as well I think it's it's the thing that people know me from that world and or other people know me from the genre like high sci-fi horror stuff so I think people generally don't watch both it's it's like a weird thing that never really crosses over
2: so I have yeah fans in separate 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 areas (laughs) it's kind of cool though too though because I I know um with people that I talk to because I get obsessed with things. I'm like, oh my gosh, if you haven't seen this, you have to watch it. And then I proceed to completely drive them crazy for the next month going, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? Um, But it's interesting because people do the same thing to me. And with those conversations, I think that's where you get a lot of the overlap. And I think people's likes kind of grow from there. Um, You know, you'll get somebody that is completely just an action movie guy and they'll start, watching more of like the romantic comedies because of a date situation, but then find that they start liking it. And it's interesting to see, especially with like pop culture and stuff now that overlap. And you're seeing the sci-fi get more of the drama aspects added to the storylines and vice versa, which is, it's super liberating, I think.
4: Yeah. I think it's, it is funny when there's, there's such a crossover. It's, I feel like, Nowadays, especially with Netflix, people are just scrolling what's there as well. You kind of watch things that you never even thought that you would even want to watch and then you fall in love with it and you get kind of addicted.
3: Mm. So, Mm -hmm.
4: yeah, nowadays (laughs) you have so much access to all of it.
0: That leads me to a question I wanted to ask you because I saw – I don't know if it was – on one of your social medias that you watched Glow.
4: Fuck. Fucking love Glow. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> we uh we have another podcast on our network that does professional wrestling, and I I don't know the the, the girl that's on that show did not like Glow, but I loved it, and what? I thought it was amazing. And I just heard today they're doing season two. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah.
4: Yes. Amazing. Good as they should. Like that's it's it's honestly my favorite show that I've seen in years. I cannot get enough of it. I actually um I would kill to be in, <laughs> in that show in season two.
0: And you would be a bad even, oh, you'd be a bad well, we'll guy wrestler, know. right?
4: Yeah, please please do. I even I even called my manager today. Actually, oh. and I was like, you must get me on season two of this. He's like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll try.
0: That would be so great. I no, will make it great. happen. Yeah, we'll let's it. make that
4: let's make that happen. Like, that would be. Uh,
0: we have to start. a hashtag? Do you have like a like like an ideal <laughs> Got
4: a hashtag for it?
1: Right? Do you have
0: like an ideal wrestler character name that we could kind of start making?
4: Oh God! I have to come up with my own. That's so much pressure. What should <laughs> I do? Could,
1: you could do the yeah. Nancy from Hell character.
4: Yeah, she's she's so taken though. Like, how do you wield a chainsaw right. in, the, <laughs> in the in the ring though? Oh,
1: easily with special <laughs>
4: effects. Just it, take it,
0: the it, chains it, off.
4: Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. There's it's just too many things, isn't it? It's got there's got to be some Aussie. There's there isn't an mm-hmm. Aussie character in there yet. Like, there has to be some like. Little tiny feisty Australian <laughs> with, with curly brown hair, five foot three.
0: We have the perfect person.
4: Yeah, that girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that right away. Especially just you know, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan, but then when you watch the show, it just seemed so grounded in reality. As far as these are women and they're living their lives like normal people live their lives, and and then they're just and then there's this huge thing of this 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 enterprise of making this women's wrestling show. Um, mixed in the middle of it. And I thought it was, it was beautifully done.
4: It was just such great writing as well. Like it was so unexpected. You had no idea where the story was going to go. It didn't follow the, the regular path. I mean, it still ended where you wanted it to end, but it didn't follow the the trajectory you thought it was. And, and the characters are all not likable all the time, which (laughs) I, I think is amazing. And I love it. And, like the lead character, she is so abrasive to begin yeah. with and, and mm-hmm. makes some
0: bad choices.
4: Yeah, but you adore her. Like
0: mm-hmm.
4: she she like if, if someone was like that in real life you'd be like, Fuck, I hate that person, but she's amazing.
0: Yeah. You can't help but yeah. kinda root for her, even though yeah. she's done some horrible things. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, yeah, very morally question, questionable things, but she's amazing. Then, I, yeah, I just, I can't rave about that show enough, the, the production design, the, the way it was shot. the it, it was just done so well.
0: The real 80s so feel it, was great.
4: Mm, so 80s. <laughs> <80. laughs> it sounds like Glow
1: is maybe the TV goal for you, right, or the streaming goal. Do you have, like, a, a film project that you're you're vying for that you're like this is the project I need to be a part of
4: um no not right now I I've got a project that I'm trying to to make back in Australia Uh, yeah because I want to not just be just an actress I want to be a filmmaker so I'm I'm trying to also get into producing and writing and and hopefully ultimately one day directing is the goal
2: that's awesome can you tell us a little bit about what you're working on
4: uh, it's 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 a very Australian project. It's definitely not in the stages yet where I can speak about it, but it's it'll be in the thriller horror genre, and it's it's a story of survival and it's a very um female driven tale. So it's i want to I want to tell women women's stories, you know I, that's that's my passion.
2: that's that's badass.
4: Yeah. Okay, so. That's good.
1: I want to <laughs> hear more female stories.
4: Yeah, well, I think, I think, honestly, it's, it has just been such a male-dominated world that, yes, they're asking my mm. stories, but we hear so many stories from the point of view of men and it would be nice to hear stories from the point of view of women that aren't necessarily the roles that we've always, always heard, not just the mothers and not just the school teachers and mm. nurses. Like, you know, they're so stereotypical. Like, there is so many other more diverse women out there.
0: Right, right. And you're starting to see at least a little bit of it. I mean, you got Wonder Woman this year, which was great. And then, oh, you know, man. Rogue Rogue One, which yeah. had Jen or well, act- so. Well,
4: actually, yeah, my, my dream role would be Batgirl. Because they're, oh. they're going to make a film of that, aren't
1: they? Yeah. Oh, we can God. make that happen. Yeah, no problem. Joss Whedon's in our pocket. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah Mark, be. Old friends.
4: G- Give yeah. like, I mean, she, like, that, that character I love, she's, she is cool and cheeky and she would be so much fun to play
0: yeah i've i've what i've loved about that character in particular is that she just doesn't stand down even from bruce so like she'll go toe to toe whereas the robins kind of fall in line and
4: yeah no, she's she's brash and yeah. crazy and uh yeah i don't know yeah she's just that know. would
0: yeah i don't even think about that i was thinking because i there's a comic book you probably never heard of called hack slash uh, it's about a girl whose parents were killed by a uh, like a like a slasher killer from like horror movies. Wow! And so she becomes this like hunter of these slasher killers. And I thought you'd be perfect for that. I think they're making that
4: would it be awesome.
0: Yeah, they're making it a TV series. I think. Really? Yeah.
4: God, there's so many cool there's so many cool projects coming out, isn't it? <laughs> and it is very. It's all quite dark.
0: Right, right. For all the negativity in the world, there's a lot to be excited about. But everything's very grim and.
4: (laughs) Right. Just, just kill everyone. It's fine. (laughs) Oh. Well,
1: all the bad ones at least, and then it's
4: yeah, yeah. No, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to kill good people. It's just like Dexter. You're only allowed to kill serial killers. <laughs>
1: oh my God, I love Dexter. I recently, uh, it's so funny you brought it up. I recently, in the last couple of weeks, restarted watching that series, and I'm on season four right now.
2: Oh, season four is the best. It's my it's favorite. Yeah, season four is the best one. That's the um, the Trinity John, John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. John... yeah, yeah. The Trinity Killer. Yeah,
4: yeah. that is so the best good. one that was the best one
2: on on a side note i'm gonna jump right in um when they came out with the new wormwood television show six minute trailer online mm-hmm. i i'm like oh my gosh what is this and i start watching it and when it gets to the end and you're just like there you're just like hello, hello? here are my here zombies are my- it was amazing um do you, is have they have they started talking about release dates and things like that it's I, I read a little bit up on it where, is it true that it's a eight hours um, divided into episodes?
4: Um, it's, so it's, it's seven episodes. Oh, are you there still? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, so yes. it's seven episodes. Um, so Kia has written it as seven part series. And I think that's the great thing about um, shows nowadays, you can sort of, pick and choose how many episodes you want how long they can be you don't have to follow a standard formula anymore and so he's written seven one-hour scripts so it's going to be like a a hard-ass hitting uh, short mini series almost
2: it looks it looks amazing but it's great too because we've we bring it up every now and again more so than (laughs) about What we do if Brooke was like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, how would you approach it? How would you survive all Mm -hmm. this jazz? We're just like, you got to find a Brooke. You know, you got to have somebody that's like the zombie whisperer.
4: Exactly. You just got to have someone that is injected with weird (laughs) zombie blood and then develops superpowers. There's
0: got to be one.
4: Yeah. It's going to happen. Easy. But it is the the series is sort of it's going to pick up like. I think it's like six months to a year after Wormwood finished, and it's 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 the story of Rook and and Jay now going around and they're trying to defeat the baddie scientists. And there's there's so many um, surprising new elements that I can't even say. But it's, it's 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 kind of very exciting. It goes in a, a direction that you wouldn't expect. Uh, Kia's come up with this amazing. Oh, i can't even say yeah it, it's just yeah it's it's something that i was when he said it to me i was like oh my god that is brilliant <laughs> yes and it's sort of a mixing of genres as well and it it oh. takes it in a way that elevates it i think from just being a zombie on the road survival thing it's it adds so much more
0: um speaking you talked earlier about that you want to kind of direct and you want to make films are you with mm-hmm. with that 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 series, were you able to kind of inject anything into the writing at all for for brooke at all or
4: no you... no i no. mean kia is definitely he is the ideas man him and his brother tristan come up with everything together and then kia writes it all um it's all him it's i mean i can sit there and be like maybe brooke should do this and <laughs> you know he, he can think about it but ultimately it's it's all him mm-hmm. i know in the in the film we did play with a few ideas here and there like Kia would be like I think that she does this for a living in real life and I and I would workshop it with him and I was like oh, I don't know if she'd do that because she's a little bit tougher than that and and he was he's such a great director and so open that he would take that on board and he'd be like you know what you're right I agree and so then we change the direction of the character so he's he's amazing that he's open with that I do love working with directors that like to collaborate that that want to bring on creatives that can bring a little bit of something of their own ideas to the character, which which I love. So I, I got to, I definitely got to play a bit with Brooke and expand on her and, and add to her, which was fun.
0: Well, if the show's anything like the movie, like the movie kind of just throws you in it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We can't wait uh, for, just, for more. The
4: show's going to be so much bigger, like <laughs> so, so much better. And there's so, all these amazing, awesome new characters. It's, I just... I really, really can't wait for for it all to, to get started and, and get on set. I think it's – and the the budgets are going to be a lot bigger because we were doing it with the, the smallest indie budget you could possibly imagine in Australia. <laughs> it was all, you know, shooting in their parents' backyard and borrowing things and favours from friends. And it was so – I don't know, fly by the city of pants. So mm-hmm. this is going to be – more budget so just the shit that they can do with actual budget is amazing like the (laughs) the teaser trailer had 20 million views within a week i think it's and it's just it's elevated so much like it's so cool
0: i mean does it kind of register with you at all like how much of like a cult hit wormwood was and how popular it already is as far as the show that is is going to be happening
4: no i'm i'm incredibly grateful though for it because when i got cast in it I, it was a dream role anyway. And then for the rest of the world to actually take it on board and love it as much as we loved it was I think we were all kind of shocked and amazed and for, for us just a little Aussie indie flick that we made on the weekends, you know, and it's it still kind of amazes me when people have heard of it and watched it on the other side of the world as well or when people – People recognize me on the street or in like Bed Bath and Beyond or something. They're like, "Hey, the girl from Wormwood. I? I love that film. It's it never gets old. Ever hearing that because I'm so proud of it. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's so cool.
2: Yeah, was it was it is it drastically different from going from like the restricted like hour and a half two hour movie setup to something where you have you know seven hour long episodes." Mm. yeah it's really really different because he was like he was originally
4: playing with the idea of doing a sequel but then he's like there's so much more story to tell we don't want to just limit it to a sequel of an hour and a half or two hours he's like we want to really explore these characters in this world and and make it something even bigger so i think that's why it's open to the the series version and and the fact is now you can do that with films you can like wolf creek in australia has just done that as well it's it made a TV series, and they're just shooting season two as well now. So I think a lot more films are then going. Why do I need to do just a sequel film? Why can't I turn it into a TV series? Sure. Yeah, the fans want it. We want it. We love the characters. We'd love to tell more of this story. We're all so for you, it.
1: So you're <laughs> yeah. in. You're in LA now. Is that right?
4: I am. I'm am in LA, and it is okay. hot, hot as
2: fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> really. It,
2: yeah. At least at least you weren't here last week because it was this temperature with a shit ton of humidity. Ugh. Really? It's, it's still a little sticky, but not, not as bad. But yeah, it's a warm day
4: today. It is amazing. I'm sitting here, um, with the door open in a pair of shorts and like a, a little top and I'm sweating like it is just <laughs> sorry, was that was that way too much information?
1: I just, that I was Nel That I was the share. perfect amount of information.
4: <laughs> I share too much. It's uh, I. I think I say a lot of really stupid shit without thinking. that's okay.
1: <laughs> so, so, no, perfect. You said everything that needed to be said. It was great. Um, you can
4: you can picture it. You're visualizing it. <laughs> ah! <laughs>
1: oh. Control yourself, Johnny. I'm controlled. <laughs> this is not on me, Dave. This isn't my fault. <laughs> Uh, isn't it, Bianca's fault?
4: Uh, so, sorry, guys. Anyway,
1: no, so so where are you headed next, Bianca? After you're done with LA, and how um, long, and then where are you headed to?
4: Well, so I'm going to Finland for the the premiere of Rendel. It's premiering in Finland on the the seventh of September, and okay. then it it'll be in cinemas over there on the twenty second. But then also, actually, it's just been announced that it's in a festival in Berlin on the eighteenth of September so I'm going to be heading over for that too. Cool. Yeah.
1: Have you been to Berlin before?
4: I have actually. I was I was there earlier this year but also um I shot a sci-fi film in Hamburg about 2 months ago as well called Violent Star. So I'm I'm all in with the Germans. I love the Germans. <laughs> oh perfect. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll be, it'll be it'll be nice to head back there for it.
1: And get along with them, I'm sure.
4: Yeah, I love them. Well, I lived there when I was three for, you know, about for a year, but not that I remember much.
0: <laughs> so I just looked at That's the Violent cool. Star and you're playing a space pirate?
4: I am playing a space pirate. Yeah, it's um her name is Violent Star. She is she is a space pirate with very questionable morals. Perfect. Um, her sidekick is a giant robot who reared her when her parents left her and she it's basically, you know, it's the the age-old tale of space pirate that turns into the the hero that saves the universe.
1: Yeah, that sounds about
4: right. You know, it's I just it's a, it's a classic.
1: I already love it.
4: Yeah, it's 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 a real throwback to the old school style of um, making films though. So, they wanted to do all practical effects. So, all the the models of all the spaceships, they got them made, and they they're shooting them in the old style and all the the aliens were real Guys dressed in costumes that they've created, so they've gone the real um, backyard sort of, it's almost like the Star Wars '70s style of mm-hmm. making it. So they're trying yeah. to use as, li- as little special effects as they possibly can, and all the the sets that we shot on were all real. So we were shooting, we shot on like an, an old submarine, and there was a there was a guy there, an artist who had a, a loft that was his own spaceship that he had built. So we shot in that as well. Oh, cool. I, I know it was amazing. So it was it was a really cool experience, and I I just I really like the the German people. Like they're 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 cool people. They're very their sense of humor is so off center. Like you never know if they're joking because they say everything in such a dry, straight, matter of fact tone. And it's this film like some of some of the stuff that the the writer and director Oliver came out with is bizarre to say the least and <laughs> slightly <laughs> slightly off color and kind of fabulous
1: oh and that's
3: so,
4: great that's i'm that's looking the, at
1: the best kind of humor yeah i'm
3: looking at some of these <laughs> no, pictures <holding> back
4: <laughs> no it, it's going to be one of those ones that i feel like it's going to be like a weird cult indie underground classic that people are going to love that's
1: yeah awesome well um, well when we revisit our list of cult favorites we'll probably start listing violent stars one of them
4: yeah, keep keep an eye out for it. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be one of those like sleeper hits that people are just going to love because it's gonna be so so bizarre.
1: I just looked it up too, like Dave said on, on IMDb, and it says you fight against the god Michael, which is yeah. a huge evil godlike head floating in space.
4: Yes, that's yep. fantastic. Yep, <laughs> like, he's played by uh, Michael Berryman as well. So it's this it's just this big giant head that's like. Floating in outer space, <laughs> that's controlling oh I love it.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say you had me at space pirate, but now I'm just like, woo-hoo.
4: yeah. It's and and so yeah, my my character is the you, you know she comes along and is the the savior almost like the chosen one. That she doesn't want to be the chosen one, and then she she realises that she's the only one that can defeat the god Michael and save the universe and like free all the slaved people.
0: Oh, I don't know. This yes. is gonna be this is gonna be yeah. huge. This is gonna be awesome.
4: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun shooting that one, honestly. And and the the cast are awesome as well. Like it's such a crazy international cast. there's a South African, a German, an English guy, and and they're all really talented young indie actors. It's everyone's gonna love it. You had such You're cool, a bit of a such badass cool roles. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll try.
1: Right on. I've already started the hashtags for oh. Bianca for Barbara Gordon. It's gonna happen.
4: Yes, please do. Let's let's make this happen, universe. Like that'd be that'd be my dream. Put it out there for sure. Absolutely.
0: Uh, I wanted to ask, cause, you know, because you're Australian, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite uh, TV shows is Flight of the Concords. and yes. they're they're New Zealand, and they they I didn't know this was a thing. Is there a rivalry between New Zealand? Uh, people and Australians?
4: Well, well, we think they're better than them and they think they're better than us. They want me to oh. give that the rival, <laughs> you know, Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: there's not a feud. We're just, fe- I mean, we feud against each other, but there's yeah, not a real feud.
4: We, we kind of chop <laughs> each other's heads off every time we meet, but it's not like
0: <laughs> a fight or anything. No, no, completely civil.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like it's Canadians and U.S. Okay. or it's it's the the Irish and the English. Like, oh sure. We're so we're so close to each other, and people mistake us for the other one all the time. That it pisses you off. <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's like it's like your favorite brother or sister, and you're like,
2: fuck. Get it. get it? No, we'll I'm just off. curious because I always laugh because with the U.S. and Canada, Canada's always just our nicer selves. Yeah. <laughs> Canada's just yeah. the nice ones. Is there do you have stereotypes that you you fall into versus them?
4: No, I guess. so we're very similar in temperament, but it is just that Australia is so much bigger. So we have so much more. So it's almost like we're like the the big brother or sister to to our little New Zealand cousins. I, oh, please New Zealand friends don't kill me. One of my <laughs> best friends is a New Zealander as well. She will. I hope she never, hope she never listens to this. Yeah. (laughs) Wow! Audible gasp. (laughs) Oh, I know. But the New Zealand, like New Zealand, is actually like stunningly beautiful. Whereas Australia, it it just looks very different. Like, I mean, you've seen Lord of the Rings. It's Mm -hmm. New Zealand is just picturesque. It's
1: yeah, it's beautiful.
4: Yeah, it's one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Um, Where was I going with that? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) No.
2: Um. So. Is a uh, difference between u s. and in America, though what, with Australian? fan base? do you do you when you get to the United States, is it a completely different kind of feel? I'm always curious like about that. like,
4: yeah, definitely. Australians, we don't um we don't um celebrate our celebrities. we We almost have the opposite thing of, oh they're in films they're kind of famous i'm totally going to make the complete opposite of a big deal about them it's like this whole mentality of self-deprecating no one's no one's that great tall poppy syndrome as soon as someone gets a little bit too big you cut them down so um, no one really in australia supports or gets too excited like we're proud of australia stuff but we're not we're not as vocal I think the way as the way the US is like when when I come to the US people are really excited and they you know they they tell you how much they love your films and they will come up to you in the streets and stuff but that doesn't happen just doesn't happen in Australia interesting
0: yeah that's cool is there is I there like a, is there a culture I actually
2: you're... like that too because it, it gets a little overwhelming here sometimes especially with like you know you you walk into a grocery store and it's just like who's trying to get pregnant and who's dating who and it's just like
4: yeah we we definitely like I mean we do have some of that but I think Australians are just so much more low key like you know people shoot in Sydney all the time like a big stars visit and it's not it's not a big deal like Hugh Jackman can be at the supermarket and no one goes up to him at all
0: that's outrageous
4: um, <laughs> yeah a, a, it seems, at least he was in my Pilates class once and Ooh. no one no one did a thing about it like it wasn't It's it's just so you can come to Australia and you don't. I feel like you don't. People don't make a big deal out of you. You can just Hmm. be a human being and relaxed and chilled. That's
1: beautiful. (laughs) That's awesome because I get a lot of. I I always get recognized for my podcast all the time. They always say, "Hey, there's that guy. He's so (laughs) great." That
4: guy. That
1: yeah. That voice. The voice. The the voice. That's (laughs) what they always point out about me
4: too. They always say my
1: voice. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess I need to go to Australia if I want some anonymity.
4: Yeah, well, I think I think everyone should just go to Australia anyway. Have you been?
1: I, no, I never have, and it, it's like that's whenever you play that game of where do you want to go and what place do you want to visit. Australia is number one on my list. I want to. I'd love to go there. That'd be fantastic.
4: It is just beautiful, and and it's that thing of as soon as you go there, everyone goes. Oh, this is why you live here. I understand, Like it, mm-hmm. It's the quality, just <laughs> the quality of life as well. Is is. We've got it. We've got it so good down there. It's I, I and I live in Bondi Beach, Sydney, like one block from the beach. So, no. yeah, when I'm at home, I generally I don't wear shoes. I don't brush my hair. <laughs> you, you can just you can walk around and just be so yourself, and it's so I don't know. It's very there's a cool, relaxed air, and the, you know, and people don't think take things too seriously. Yes.
1: Yeah, the the um the people is one of the big reasons I want to go there because i I am a big fan of kind of the Australian culture. I like a lot of my podcasts are straight out of Australia. I listen to that, mm-hmm. um, whatever they're called, the the World Broadcasting Network or something that they've set up okay. now through Australia. and uh, and I love the people. That's one of my favorite things to do is to listen to interviews with uh, with Australians because they're fantastic yeah. and not New Zealanders
4: ugh. no all oh, those New Zealanders oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: Kiwis yeah. well, they, oh. I mean
4: they don't, they don't have beaches so I think I think That's it's, just, a... <laughs> it's the weather and the beaches that make the Australians right. so fucking cool <laughs> right like, all they got is which... mountains
1: like yeah it's yeah, cold. It's yeah it's cold prone there. to make the New Zealanders grumpy yeah.
4: yeah it's how can you be unhappy when you are surrounded by sunshine and beaches and <laughs> And happiness, and it's it's the Australian way is just you know, skive off work, go down to the beach, drink some beers, listen to some music. Like it's it's so like paradise. Like like the Australian way, honestly, is have you ever heard the term chuck a sickie? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. At, because it is it is Australian culture to just chuck a sickie, which means basically just calling into work and faking like faking that you're ill.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and it's so Australian, you have to do it. And and people almost like they applaud you for it. It's it's a proud part of us.
2: <laughs> oh man, I well, am you've moving. sold me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we're all gonna move. You've sold me. I accept your invitation, Bianca. I will come to Australia.
2: Move to Australia,
4: drink <laughs> beers and swear like a sailor. Like it's mm-hmm. that's Australia.
1: What a
0: life. Uh, We're going to wrap up in a second. I did want to ask you one thing since uh, we are kind of engrossed in the geek culture, hence our our podcast name, (laughs) uh, and we go to and visit a lot of conventions and comic book conventions and things like that. And there's a big horror culture for that and sci-fi and all that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Have you been invited to any conventions uh, since Warmore?
4: No, never. I've done them them in Australia, Mm -hmm. but I've never done any in the U.S. or overseas or anything. I... I don't even know how that world works. It'd be, it'd be interesting, though. I mean, I'm, I'm always open to going along and, and having chats with people and meeting fans. Yeah, Absolutely. I
0: have a feeling, especially with Violent Star and, and uh, Rendell, that that may be on your horizon here.
4: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I would love it. I love, I love chatting, chatting with, with fans of, of the, the films and the genre and stuff, because I am actually a sci-fi, full sci-fi nerd <laughs> in real life. Yeah. It is it is my favorite genre, so I, I would get full into it.
0: Favorite sci-fi okay. movie? Do you have one?
4: Uh, it's fifth element.
1: Oh, course. okay. Oh. All right.
4: Woo-hoo. Classic. It is my favorite film of all time. Um but I'm really, really hanging out for Dune actually, because it's it's one of my favorite series of of books, so I'm I'm really hoping that they will do that justice. Yeah. Yeah, and the oh. new Blade Runner looks amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, even though, have you ever tried to read Philip K. Dick?
0: Oh, I've several times.
4: <laughs> it's I, I've I've tried so many times as well, and I feel like I'm on a weird asset trip, and I have no idea what the fuck's going on.
0: I, yeah, I almost feel like I'm not reading correctly. Like something happened to yes. my brain, and like, whoa, what's going on?
4: Yes, you have to read the page a couple of times and be like, wait, so what happens? Yeah, okay. right. <laughs>
0: right. How do I translate this?
4: Yeah, it's got amazing. notes in the in the borders. Yeah. you like you read the novel and then you have to read the novel about someone explaining to you what happened. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. The after the, the the after novel post show by Chris Hardwick. Mm.
4: Yes, please, please do that. Perfect. Please tell me what the hell happened in Blade Runner. Or uh, do Android's dream of electric sheep, should we say All of it, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh bianca i can't thank you enough for joining us again it took us uh, a little bit of time a little bit of effort to get you on here but now with, know, with all of these yeah that's that's totally okay uh with all of these awesome things coming out after they come out we have to have you back again because
4: uh, i would love that
0: these are going to be such such good things to talk about after we get to see them um, yeah,
4: thank you thank you so much for having me again you guys are always a pleasure to talk to so entertaining and wonderful thank you
0: oh <laughs> uh, we're, we're so happy you can make it uh anything else you guys want to say jenny johnny
2: I'm just super excited. So yes, keep it, keep it coming.
4: <laughs>
2: Thank you, Jenny. I'll represent uh, the, the tough women out there. Oh, <laughs> high five, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I, I was uh, really excited to get to talk with you. And, and uh, I'm super excited for your upcoming stuff. And we're uh, like, legitimately, we're going to start pushing that Bianca for Batgirl thing. We're going to do yeah. it. It's going to happen.
4: Thank and you. It was, it was lovely to talk to you, Johnny. And I love oh. your excitement. Oh, thank you. <laughs> makes me really happy. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Bianca. We'll talk to you very soon.
4: Thanks, guys. Bye. Right.
0: Bye. And that's it. That's our interview with Bianca Brady. Uh, what
1: what do you think, guys?
2: She freaking rules every yeah, time, she's a man. Badass.
1: She's a she's a complete <clears throat> badass. I mean, she came on a little strong to me. That was. Wow. I had to tell her, Bianca, let's be professional here. But aside from that, she was wonderful. Wow. Oh. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I'm going to refrain from commenting, Johnny.
1: No, but... Well, uh, it'd just be embarrassing if we did, so... Right. Let's, yeah. let's, yeah. let's, just, <laughs> let's just move it. on from it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll pretend like it ever happened. Uh, uh, I'm going to pretend like it
0: did. You will. You should. Oh, Keep it uh, with you.
2: Even, even the last time we had her on, she's so fun. And the stuff that she gets involved in... It's, it's right down our alley every time and she's it's just awesome but the energy she has towards everything that she works on you, even if i haven't seen the trailer i'm like okay how do i find that trailer as soon as i get done listening to her talk about it she was talking about space pirates yeah I'm so excited for space pirates right I didn't, now that's like going to be my yeah, that was for some the hype. next weeks
0: I didn't think they could, uh, you know, redo Guardians of the Galaxy, but it sounds like they're going to and it's going to be better. I don't know how (laughs) it's
1: good. Whoa, strong words there.
0: It's hardly it's hardly the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy, but it feels, you know, space pirates uh, and flying head in space. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're ripping it off at all because it looks looks, because
1: of ego because it looks
0: completely different. The head, if you go to IMDB and look up this movie and take a look at it, it's totally different. Looks more like the head they visit and the first movie of the decaying dead oh, the celestials Celestial, the celestials yeah. head i forget yeah.
1: i forget the name nowhere that's it nowhere oh it, it all the stuff she talks about sounds very interesting and i she feels like a real genuine real person when you're talking to her and that's yeah. one thing i've noticed in a lot of the interviews that you guys have done here and i'm real thankful that you've invited me along or, or allowed me to to join in on this one is that the the folks that you get to come on the show and and talk to they always feel like real people. I know her, and then Chad Rook was another one who, when you listen, they just it feels like you're just chit chatting with someone about something. It doesn't feel like it's all scripted, and I'm only here to do this, and I'm only here to do that. It was really like it was a real fun chat with her. She was awesome.
0: We've so. been we've been real lucky Thank to you. kind of build friendships with some certain like who I figure are really talented people and really just genuine people like Chad, like Bianca, uh, Joe Isma is another one. Um, where we can kind of you know uh just give them a shout and say hey you want to come on the show and talk about whatever you got going on and they'll say yeah and it'll start with one thing and then we'll get into their projects and then it'll go into this completely unexpected direction and we'll just have a good time talking because we're just people we're just we're just having a combo cup of coffee
1: or well, yeah somebody, i agree somebody and else that, talk. that was <laughs> that was great made it a lot of fun yeah no of, and i and i bet you anything the next time you hit her up and say hey bianca we're wondering if you'd want to do an interview. The first response you're going to get is, is Johnny going to be there? Because then, yes. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, when I talk man. to her
0: tomorrow, um, I'll be sure to ask her that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask her. Ask her what she thought. Feel it out for
0: right, me. Right. Right. No, I do. Need, I do need to email her for different things other than talking <laughs> about you. Uh,
1: but I kept all that stuff to myself in the interview, Dave. It's all coming out now. I can't sure, help it. Sure, sure. So let's. It's gonna happen. Let's
0: wrap this bad boy up. Uh, let's wrap it up, Dave. <laughs> in the show notes, you can find out where to find Miss Miss Bianca on Twitter. Uh, definitely start hashtagging Bianca for Batgirl, Bianca Brady for Batgirl. Uh, because let's make that happen. She'd be awesome. Let's be real. Oh yeah. Let's be real here. She'd be great. Uh, I started
1: a couple, Dave. I started, uh, I did hashtag Bianca for Batgirl and I did hashtag BB for BG. Nice. And in doing so, realized that BG could stand for Batgirl or Barbara Barbara Gordon.
0: Gordon. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. We're going to do it.
0: We'll make it happen. That's what we do here. We make dreams come true.
2: She would be pretty badass as Batgirl.
0: As Jenny enjoys a meal.
2: Yep. (laughs) No, nope. <laughs> that's I'm okay. kicking back now. I've got my, my feet up on the desk. I'm like, yep.
0: This, these Oof. are the things that happen when you come straight from work, go right into interview land. Uh, <laughs> I
3: know. Okay, so, do you, feel like maybe,
1: do you feel like maybe Jenny's coming on a little strong right now? Jenny, do you maybe want to remain a little professional right now? Wow.
2: Oh, uh, no, I there's no professionalism in me. She's gonna belch, go she's window. gonna belch any
1: second. And
0: uh, all right. So thank you again to Bianca. In the show notes, you'll find the link to to her Twitter account if you want to follow her, which you should because she's amazing. Um, I think she's on Twitter. Uh, I, I know she I've, is. I found her. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. She has got all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for her current projects coming out soon: Wormwood, the TV series, uh, Rendell, and Violent Star. Uh, all awesome things go back and check out wormwood um i believe it's on netflix still i could be wrong i'd have to double check it's been a while since i looked for it uh nancy and hell definitely want to make sure that that gets done it's a pilot uh but yeah so many awesome things that she's working on um and we'll, we'll look forward to talking to her in the future johnny you are on social media if people want to find and talk to you how can they do that
1: well if if anyone wants to find and talk to me on social media like bianca if she wants to hit me up personally on twitter um, I'm at Johnny Wellens, and then our, our podcast, uh, the one that I do with Randy, is called Just Two Pals, and that one is at Just Two Pals. So you can hit us up and chat with us or whatever. Who who cares? Yeah, who cares? I, I
2: care, Johnny. I care.
1: Oh, well, Jenny, if you're interested, we just dropped an episode this week where we just bullshit about stuff for a while. Um, we spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out who Steve Zahn is.
0: It was a weird conversation.
1: It was a weird conversation. That that is true. Um and then uh you know we're shooting for another one to come out come out pretty soon here. I don't know when this when this episode's coming out but um it is uh, what a Thursday is recording this right now it'll so it'll be next Wednesday. So Wednesday the Next Wednesday. All right. Well, if you're listening to this next Wednesday, then you will have heard <laughs> our most recent episode which dropped on the 14th. Yeah, so this nice. drops on the 16th. All right, this the you're listening to this on the 16th, unless you're a, a straggler. I feel and you like I just fell down a time warp. <laughs> listen, the future. It's it, what if? What do you call it, Dave? Podcast. Podcast pod, time podcast, travel. Podcast time travel. It's podcast time travel, which I love that phrase. Actually, I think that's great. It's podcast time travel. So we'll have an episode out next Monday, the 14th, and then also next Monday, as of listening to this, the 21st. We did it.
0: Yay, Jenny! Well done. Yay. Jenny you are on social media if people wants to find and speak to you about what meals you're eating what what how can they do so
2: it's raisins it's California raisins California uh-huh. raisins everyone Johnny mm-hmm. I do the dance too just like the put po- no. um if you want to find me please hit me up chat with me I always like to chat with with people online on the L Twitter and all that jazz so I'm at Robbie art r o b i a r t
0: she even spelled it for Ta-da. You.
2: Ta-da!
0: Uh, yeah, so that is our show this week. Again, we need to make Bianca Batgirl, so let's get that going. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. Uh, sadly, probably not an interview. I know. But Aww. it'll still be entertaining. We'll still have a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, maybe maybe Johnny will keep it in his pants.
2: And and get caught up on this month's book club. I'm I'm ignoring that last comment. I'm moving on.
0: <laughs> what uh, what what's the book again?
2: Scythe. Spell it's, it. it's been it's been a really a really good one. So you can find all of that on both Instagram and Facebook and I think on Twitter as well. Um join in, get in the conversation with the book. We'll be reviewing it um in a podcast towards the beginning of September. So you got a few weeks left to to crank through it, but I would love to know what you guys are thinking and how far you've progressed in the book because I'm about just shy of halfway through and and it's it's interesting.
1: Did you post it on Twitter? Well, I'll find it and I'll pin it I, uh, on our Twitter. I literally just finished it today. Um, Jenny, oh, you're ahead of just me. Finished the book today. You oh, yeah beat me
2: this time for Johnny. the
1: first time for the first time ever.
2: I know. I'm proud of you. Thank not you. Not proud of me though. I feel like I'm slacking. I got to get. I gotta get my button gear.
1: Oh no no no. You're you're great, Jenny. You're great, just the way you are. And don't ever change. Ever. You're, you're so adorable. Don't go changing.
2: Aw. Aw. Yikes. So yeah. Dave?
0: All right. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Atomic Ectum. Super easy to find us. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, be on the lookout for YouTube. We'll have some stuff from uh Scarella, aka Scare L A very soon. And uh, shortly at the end of this month, we will be at Wizard World Chicago and mass group event. Uh, biggest, biggest group attendance at a con for Atomic Kingdom. Four of us are going. And uh, yes. Yeah. So it'll be a good time. We'll record uh, a road podcast on the way down there. I think uh, three of us will. And Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. It'll be Johnny, Kyle, and our photographer, Liz. uh She'll be with us. She probably won't be on the recording. She does not like to do that. <laughs> she's a very shy person. But Aww. she's awesome with the camera, so she'll be getting all kinds of cool pictures. We have three amazing interviews lined up for you, and I cannot wait to bring them to you. uh One of them I've been trying to get for so long. It'll be a shorter interview than I want, but it'll happen, and then maybe we can go from there to one of these hour-long interviews. But... The other one is a literal dream guest for many of us, Uh, not just of this podcast of the world. He's huge. Oh, I gave away too much. I said he's a he. Yeah. Who is it? He is Donald Trump. Uh, uh, No, he is Josh Brolin. It is the sloth from that animal movie, Zootopia. Yeah, we got the sloth. We got him, guys. We,
1: we got the
0: sloth. <laughs> yeah, it's going.
1: Man, get that sloth.
0: It's gonna be a, a very slow interview, <laughs> but, uh, but we got the exclusive. Uh, just we're gonna, us. We're just
1: gonna have to ask him one-word answer questions. <laughs> right, right. Yes what, or no questions. What's it like working at
0: a DMV? Oh, sorry. Don't answer that. No. No. (laughs) Good stuff. All right, guys. That's our show this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please, please head over to iTunes and rate, review us. We would very much appreciate it. If you can't have time to do that, just tell a friend what you saw, what you heard. Uh, If you saw something, say something. That's the rule. All right, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Say goodbye.
3: Bye. Bye.